As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Let's Talk Cars Radio, your automotive specialist. Let's Talk Cars Radio is sponsored in part by Napa Car Care Centers, BDG Auto Group, by Liberty Transmissions in Virginia Beach, and Advanced Technology Institute. Be a part of the program today by calling 757-222-3705. That's 757-222-3705. You may text your comments and questions during the show to 757-866-2192. That's 757-866-2192. Email your questions and comments to Dave at Let's Talk Cars Radio.com. Now, here is the host of Let's Talk Cars Radio, David Palach. Happy Saturday, America. You're listening to Let's Talk Cars Radio on WKQA Freedom 1110. I'm your host, Big Davey P, hanging out with Rock and Larry Cobb. And, of course, Cameron's doing all of our technical work for us. It's Saturday. Hey, I can tell you the sun's out. Uh, at least it's not raining where we're at. Maybe where you're at, it's raining. But Was this sunny last Saturday? Uh, it started sunny, remember? Then it went cloudy. Think, I was and... thinking this is the first Saturday in many weeks that the sun has shined. Well, it wasn't. Well, by the time we got to the studio, it wasn't sunny, remember? Yeah, it, it started, I started off started sunny, sunny, and by the time I got here, it like, turned to like, nastiness. and started sunny and ended up cloudy. I know some places out there in America, it is not uh, sunny. I've seen the weather <laughs> pattern. So if you guys are experiencing rain, I apologize now. But, uh, yeah, it's it's sunny where we are. I can look out the studio windows, and there's there's sun out there. No hurricane in sight. Well, not for everybody. Some, you know, there's there's ones out there. Strictly for here. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's some out there somewhere for some people. Well, that's true, but not in Norfolk, Virginia. I saw my friend Jennifer. She had posted. She's uh, doing, a, I think, a, a cruise. She's in the uh, travel industry, and she was doing a cruise walkthrough or saw one on an island or something like that. And I think <laughs> so. It was like, look, like she was someplace where a hurricane was getting ready to come through or something. I was like, oh, well, that's, that's, that's not good. But, uh, yeah. Man. Well, to be fair, usually her life is pretty uh, 
great because she gets to be like all these great places and experience that why she does all these trips but uh sometimes you know she catches the bad part of it and i think that's this might be one of those ones but it's kind of hard not to seas aren't smooth all the time no no definitely not and if you're on a ship definitely (laughs) definitely not i got parked out here on the uh bridge uh was up as i was coming into the studio today yeah i was sitting right next to one of the aircraft carriers that are over there and uh it looks like a dry dock getting work done on it. So it's kind of cool. You, you miss it. You know, if y'all don't know, I was, I was ex-military and stuff, and I spent a little time on a carrier, short period of time. And you don't realize just uh, some of the things you miss. Maybe short-lived miss, I'm going to say. <laughs> but uh, that you miss until you're You part- miss it, but you wouldn't want to repeat it. Uh, no, nah, I won't say. Look, I learned a lot. I mean, I'm not, you know, I was, truth be told, transparency, obviously, I was, I thought I had the world by the horn at 17, 18 years old, you know, kind of, you know, it all, no one can tell you anything kind of, and the military reeled me in. They, they taught me on it. I didn't know anything. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and, and I think I needed that. I needed that a lot. Um, so they helped me find that. All us fellows do. <laughs> it, it, it does, but the military does it to you. Uh, they, they help you in a different way. Not, and I don't think that works for everybody. Uh, I'm not going, but it, for a lot of us, it does. It really, really helped reel me in and uh, ground me and, and show me a different part of life. Um, and and I needed that. So yeah. So when you're stuck in traffic and you're right next to and, and I was and where you're at right there by the bridge, you're right. You know that that aircraft carrier is right there in your face. Because it's right up against that bridge, you know. I sat there for twenty minutes. You know, you just another time, another place. You're just staring up at it, and you just kind of start to remember some of the things and stuff. The bridge so, was open for twenty minutes. Yeah, I was there for like wow. twenty minutes sitting there. So that's a long. I, I didn't see anything go through it. I don't know. You know how you sit there and you're like, yeah. "What in the world do we have it up for? What's so big? We need to have it open." I didn't see anything big enough that I don't know, man. I used to think they'd open them just just to mess with people. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I'd be that guy. I'd be like, "Oh, traffic looks heavy right this second. You can't you tell me that somewhere there hadn't been a bridge tender that opened up the bridge when there was no truck, no boat coming, just to mess with the motorist." Yeah, yeah. No, no yeah. I always wonder though because like on the the bridge over here in the Portsmouth, uh-huh. you, if you look up, sometimes they turn the lights to red. And you wonder if are they oh. sitting there and touching the buttons and just messing with them to make it like think like it's going to stop, and everybody hits their brakes real quick. I've seen that happen. As a matter of fact, it'll go red, green, red. Yeah, it goes know, red, all green. Stop, go. The yep. little sign up there, and there's nothing going on. And I'm like, what are they doing? No, no, it's the person rolling over while he's falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it it is. It's you could let you could let me be a bridge operator. I'd be like. Go, stop. Go, 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 no, go, go. Nah, stop. <laughs> I, no, you couldn't let me be one because I'd be like lifting it up. I'd be like, oh, 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 it's a little crooked. Gotta lift it back down. <laughs> Your OCD go, takes yeah. over. You're <laughs> yeah. like, it's just not right. That's Hold not on. Right. No, no, I almost, oh, no, gotta, gotta start, uh, uh. gotta start over. Gotta start. I didn't get it right. It's not perfectly <laughs> level. You get it all the way up and you're like, ah, oh, wait, gotta go back down. Wait, wait, wait. They weren't, they weren't exactly symmetrical when I lifted them. Hold on, guys. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, hey, you I, don't have OCD like that? No. Yeah, see, no, I do. No, I, I, you hear about this the, every so often they're stuck, yeah, open or closed. So how is that? How do you get it stuck open? I don't know. I, I, 
I, you ever I, I'm just telling you, I, that because, like, <laughs> I'd be the person just go up to it and start kicking it. I mean, yeah. gravity got to take effect at some point. They're never stuck closed, are they? Oh, good question. Oh, <laughs> ah, you know, you don't ever hear one stuck yeah, closed. You only hear about stuck, stuck open. I'd have the bathroom towel syndrome. You know what the bathroom towel syndrome is, right? No, is that when you wash your hands and wipe your hands on the towels that your wife has put in there that are for show only? No, that's when you're sitting on the toilet and you look over at the bathroom towels and you realize they're not perfectly you know, aligned. And aligned. you're sitting there and, and you're then you're over there starts them. playing with them, yeah. trying to line them up perfectly. That's an OCD yeah. uh, oh, problem. No, I've, I've, or, Never had that. I'd have that problem with the bridges. No, you want to my biggest problem. I'd be like, keep on hitting the button and trying to make them perfectly level before I let anything go through. No, my biggest <laughs> problem now that you brought that up, and I got to tell everybody, stop putting two towels on a towel rack that doesn't fit two towels. But, if it, look, look, I don't like when I go into a house and I see one towel like folded like it should be, and then the second one they try they to want, smush in they there. They try to smush in there, and it's like that towel was only designed to hold. I maybe. already know where this conversation comes from. I know where this conversation Must be comes at your from. House. <laughs> no, this isn't at my house, no. <laughs> but I know where this conversation comes from. Yeah, Somebody's house. <laughs> Somebody's house, definitely. I know. I, mean, I, I know where this conversation. That towel rack from. is meant to hold one, one. towel one and towel. a face cloth. The, the well, face no, you can do one big sun. towel and then you could do a, a hand and towel. A hand on top. towel. Yeah, yeah, see? Yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I don't know. We're totally talking my, about cars. I don't know how we got there. But my we did. world consists of, of pretty towels that are there, but you're not allowed <laughs> to use them. All right, I want to jump into too smart of a car. Are you ready for this one? Too smart. Too smart. I, I, have, I have a funny one for a you. A car guys. that's too smart? A car, that, a car that's too, apparently too smart. Okay. So. You you know we bought the 2020 Camry, right? Right. And, and we've been enjoying it. We, we you know we we we've liked it. So we get in the car the other day, and we're driving. And my mom's gonna hate me for this one, but we gotta talk about it. Uh oh. <laughs> so I told you that car has every bell and whistle in it. Okay, mm-hmm. it just does. It has it, it, the car is very smart, and I bought the car for a reason because I wanted the car to be completely safe after every the, the big accident that happened with with Don Hunter in it. So. That's the reason why we purchased this car. I just had one of those those fear of God put into you after they had that big accident because they could have easily been killed in that accident. Sure. That was a big accident. So when we went looking for the new car, we went looking for something that had all the all the bells and whistles and all the safety features and stuff on it. So we're driving. We get in the car. We all headed out, and it's me, Dawn, and my mom in the car. Get going down the road, and shortly going down the road, every bell and whistle and everything starts going off in the car. It just Bing, 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 buzzards and lights and all kinds of stuff are going off in the car. And I'm like, what in the world is going on with this car? Well, I look down, the car alerts that there's motion. And I'd heard movement and stuff going on in the backseat, but that's not unnormal for riding in a car with people. Yeah. You know, you hear people moving around and resituating themselves and stuff like that. And I knew my mom was in the backseat. So I I heard her moving around and resituating herself in, in the back of the car. Well, the car just completely wigged out. That she was moving around in the back seat. I mean, the car just had enough of movement in the back seat, and it decided it. I'm driving, and it felt like to me like like the car almost like reduced power for a second, and when before I knew it, like lights start going off on it, and I'm like, "What in the world is going on back there?" What had happened was she had either in, inadvertently or whatever had unclicked her seatbelt and like reclicked her seatbelt, and then un moved something in the back seat that she had on the passenger seat and the car didn't like it and the car just had enough of all that movement around the back seat of the seat belts being clicked and unclicked and stuff and it just 
set off all the alarms inside the car and the computer clicked on to let me know that there was just too much going on in the car. And that was it. I mean, like, I was like, it, I had binging and all the thing, alarms going off. I pulled over. I was just like, I don't know what in the world you're doing back there, but I've had enough. And I pulled the car over because the car just wasn't having it. And it was. The car had just was like, look, I, you know, because it doesn't know, I guess, if it's an adult or a child or what's going on back there. All it knows is someone has undone its seatbelt, and now a second seatbelt's been undone, and things are moving around. And it was like basically just telling me, like, you need to stop the car and figure out who's in the back seat and what they're doing. So when you turned the car off and turned it back on, did that fix the problem? I didn't turn the car off. I pulled over and got, you know, because people behind me, whatever. I pulled yeah. over. I would have just turned it off. And, and, well, you would have, but I mean, that, that, that's all those things are there for your safety and know, for whoever's I, in the back seat safety or whatever it is. I would have turned it off just to see what was going to come back on when I started it back up and go with it from there. But I said, I, I told my mom, I was like, I was like, what are you doing back there? And she's like, I'm not doing anything. I'm like, well, the car says that you are. And she's like, I'm not doing anything. And so we're having like this argument between the front and the back seat. I was like, look, the car's smarter than you are at this point in time. I was like, and the car says you're doing something back there. And the car ain't lying. The car knows you're doing something. So you're drinking a Pepsi with her seatbelt off. It, I think what had <laughs> happened was, I think she sat down in the seat. And when she clipped her seatbelt, her jacket got kind of half caught in the seatbelt when she clicked it. So therefore, the sensor realized that. I think she went to go move and realized she was pinned. Because her jacket was caught a little bit. Yeah. So then she went to go unclip why the car's moving at 50 miles an hour. Unclip her seatbelt. That was the first buzzer. The car realized that somebody, as the car was traveling down the road, had unclipped their seatbelt in the back. Then she went to go move herself. I think she unclipped the seat. I keep the center seatbelt clipped. I don't let it, you know, because it draws down. Mm -hmm. So I have it drawn down and clipped into its into its seatbelt holder at all times when we're not using it, okay? I think she unclipped that one to go move herself, which then just completely made the car lose its mind. It's like, you got people jumping out of the car at 50 miles an hour. What are you doing? I think the next thing was waiting for was somebody to open up a door or something. So, you know what I mean? So the, so the, car, the car started to lose Slams its mind. It's like, it like, Dave, I don't know what you're doing. But you had one person unclip the seatbelt. Now you got a second person unclip the seatbelt. I feel like the door is the next thing to come open. So I'm just going to go ahead and, like, just wig out on you so that you maybe you'll stop the car before someone opens up a door or a window and jumps out. So well, Did you ever figure out what? The problem was uh, no, because at that point I was like already frustrated because the car is losing its mind. I'm like, what in the world are you doing back there? And she's like, I'm not doing anything. I'm like, well, the car says differently. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm frustrated because you know you're driving down the road and all of a sudden it's like ding ding ding, boom boom boom, ding boom boom, ding ding ding, beep beep, and alarms are going off all over in the car. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so. And it's like, oh, I'm not doing anything. I'm like, no, you are. Because <laughs> like, the car says so. And it is because everything kept on coming up on the computer. Like it, the car was identifying that something is going on back there. Hey, you might want to pull over and check it out. You need to have a video back there. <laughs> Apparently, I need to have a camera for mom. You know what I mean? They need to install a camera in the back so we can figure out not what your children are doing in the back seat, but what your mom might be potentially doing in the back seat. It's a Wi-Fi camera. You need a mom cam. You know, not, 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 not a kid cam. <laughs> That's how we sell it. It's Wi-Fi. You need a mom cam. There's, you know what? There might be something on the market now, guys. You don't need mom. You need only kid cams anymore. Now you need mom cams. But 
our app is free. So, so here's the thing. <laughs> our app is free. Here's the funniest thing about it. So, like I said, and I tell you guys, I don't like distracted driving. I think phones and all that kind of stuff are distracted. Apparently, moms are distracting. Um, so I pulled the car over because I don't like distracted driving. So I pulled it over until we get it. So we're sitting there in dead silence because I've already kind of like, what are you doing? You know, and I, you know, you know yeah. how I am. Uh-huh. And I hear in dead silence, click, <laughs> the seatbelt click in dead silence. After she told me she's not doing anything, it's imagine a car dead silence. After I've already kind of like said my piece. Yeah, I hear the seatbelt go click, and then all the alarms go off in the car, and the car goes back to normal. And I'm like. Uh huh. <laughs> and then I pull back on the road and drive away. Just one of those funny moments that you have where you're just like, sure, there was nothing going on back there. <laughs> nothing at all. It's like one of those, nothing to see here, officers. Well, it was broke, but it's not now. E- exactly. So, that's one of my funny stories when the car is smarter than you are, apparently. I don't know. <sighs> I tell you guys, I got stories for days. They all happened in my life. I don't know. On that note, got to take a quick commercial break. When I come back, I got more for you. Talk to you soon. In a land far, far away. Well, maybe not so far away. Okay, I'm lying. It's in Virginia Beach. What are you guys doing? We're writing your commercial. You said you wanted something big. (laughs) Hold on, guy. I think I got it here. Hi, I'm Curtis Price. That's right, the Curtis Price with Liberty Transmission. Do you want a transmission for a fair price? Anyone can claim to build you a transmission. The real test is when something happens or you have a problem. My name is on every transmission we build. Call Liberty Transmission at 233-3131. That's right, 233-3131. How was that? Um, in a land far, far away. Cut, cut, cut. Woo! Liberty Transmission, 757-233-3131. That's 233-3131. Liberty Transmission. Something really cool happened in 1975. And no, it wasn't the beginning of the disco era. Congress passed the Magnuson Moss Act. So you don't have to take your vehicle back to your dealer to keep your vehicle manufacturer's warranty in effect. Our Napa Auto Care Center uses the proper replacement parts and procedures to keep that warranty valid. Visit our independently owned Napa Auto Care Center today. Hey guys, you asked for it and I delivered. Check out our all-star team of automotive specialists at NapaBDGHRVA.com. That's NapaBDGHRVA.com. Talk to you soon. Nobody remembers the name J.F. Whitlow and Sons Incorporated until you need them. But when you have a toilet problem, drains back up, pipes freeze, your heat or air conditioning stops working, then you remember J.F. Whitlow and Sons. Don't forget the phone number, 399-1714. That's 399-1714. Air conditioning and heating and all plumbing. J.F. Whitlow and Sons have been serving Hampton Roads since 1949. Residential and commercial. You could always count on J.F. Whitlow and Sons to get to you fast and get the job done right the first time. Located in Portsmouth and serving all of Hampton Roads. Those who know, call J.F. Whitlow and Sons. Call them at 399-1714. That's 399-1714. J.F. Whitlow and Sons, Incorporated. 
Welcome back to Let's Talk Cars Radio, your automotive specialist. Call into the program now at 757-222-3705. Now, here is Dave Palach. Welcome back, America. You're listening to Let's Talk Cars Radio on WKQA Freedom 1110. Hey, so before we went to commercial break, we were talking about all the weird things that happen with smart cars. And I'm telling you, they're getting smarter. And here's the thing. So I don't know what it was this week. Smart cars and flying cars and all that were back in the news again. So apparently this was the week for it. And I I can't tell you why, but it seemed to be the thing. (laughs) Halloween, that's it. (laughs) Full moons. uh, It was things. So here is the thing. Flying cars seem to be the big tests this week. Everybody was testing flying cars again. They were all over in the news bunch of different companies. One of the cool ones that were being tested, uh, I saw some tests on, is this one called the Switchblade by Samson. Take a look at it. You guys uh, jump on your cell phones, computers, whatever. It's the Switchblade. And it's based kind of more like on a motorcycle platform. I guess you're going to need a motorcycle's license to own this thing. Uh, or to, uh, not to own it, but to drive it, I guess. But the wings kind of like flip back on, this, on it. Kind of a neat uh, design setup. You know, Larry had asked me if it's one passenger or two passenger. From what I could tell from the pictures, of, they didn't really show the inside of the cockpit on it. But it looks like it's going to probably be two passengers. I think it's 190 miles an hour in the air. I think it takes off at, which if I'm reading it right, it's kind of funny. It's 88 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> which uh, over, by the, should, yeah, over it, by the bell tower. Yeah, everybody should understand the reference <laughs> to that. Um, but uh, I think it's got... What I say, the cruising speed was like what 100 miles an hour. 198. Oh, I thought it was 198. Was that top speed? That was uh, in the air, I think. Oh. Though, but it, like, so it's kind of a cool little setup uh, for it. Um, there was another one they tested that I saw. They were testing it, the flights in the air with it. Um, I don't know what the big push all of a sudden back is because we haven't heard about anything about flying cars, and it seems like almost a year. It seems like kind of dropped it's off. It's been the a radar. while, yeah. yeah. But. Uh, just big, big push for for flying cars and uh, smart smart technology. So, I I still think, like I said, they weren't buying up roof space and all that kind of stuff for the longest time because they didn't see flying cars. Now, this is a little bit different type of flying car than some of the other ones we talked about in the past because you're going to need a runway for these, uh, you know, to take off. Some of the other flying cars that we've discussed are more of the hover flying cars. So that's the the more what they'll do is they'll find straight straightaways on the interstate and put signs up. Right, right. This, right, right, right. There'll be like an HOV lane where you go <laughs> off and then you can click the wings out and then go or something. Out Landing, I don't know, but I could see having a certain strips at certain points on the interstate where you would just use that to take I off. Think, well, here's the thing. So on the ones with the wing, the wing-mounted flying cars, the, the price tag on those have always hovered right around about $150,000, which isn't a lot of money when you no. think about it. More than I have, but <laughs> you know, and then when you looked at some of the hover cars that we've seen, the price range came in right at an expensive SUV on some of those. Yeah. Now I've seen them higher, but oh, you know, yeah. we saw we saw price points right at ninety thousand dollars on some of the hovering cars that they talked about coming out with. Yeah, and I always seen those be more practical. Practical. Here's the reason why: you could put a concrete pad. We talked about this before. You put a concrete pad in your backyard and launch out of your backyard with a hovering car. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Versus needing a runway for taking off. So that's the reason why I see those just being more practical, you know, as far as as far as going. Well, so, sure. 
I don't know. Like I said, it's just it's one of those things where it's just you know what do you do? How do you how do you do it? But it's just. See, if you live in a condo, you probably have trouble getting that pad out there for them to approve it. Well, yeah, 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 you, yeah. You probably would, but if you have, you know, a decent sized house with a, you know, a decent sized backyard, I've got a deck in my backyard. I could yeah, but you're not launching off. off of, you're not launching off a deck. You're going to need a decent sized pad to launch off if you had a hovering car. How about a driveway? Just a regular. About, about the size of a driveway, but I don't see people launching out of their driveways. So I think they're, they'd probably mandate something where you'd need some type of a small concrete pad to launch off of. They'll reconfigure the garage. Just imagine a roof that opens. it opens up. I know I could. I know I could. <laughs> But I would my 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 thought process on that because there's there's margin of error with wind and stuff like that mm-hmm. that coming up out of an op- a garage that opens up and stuff like that the wind catches a little bit and you bang the side of the garage trying to almost like parking your car now. But they would automate that using GPS and computers. They would just automate your. Have you, you, fl- just, have you flown a drone? Uh, yeah, I have. Okay, it's, so you it, know how the wind affects a drone, and yeah. no different ways can affect a flying car. Yeah, but if you've got a computer to, to control I, I it do. for you. I have a I have a, I have a drone that has auto takeoff and auto land. Yeah, and even as well as it works, we have a nice one. It can't fully correct a little bit of a drift left right, even though the computer is trying to calculate it when yeah. it takes off and it lands. I figured I still get a little bit would. of a drift. I figured it would probably just use the automatic feature and be done. It with. does. I have auto. I have auto feature on mine. I hit auto land and auto takeoff, and it still is kicking left right and trying to figure things out. And it's it's. <laughs> that thing goes everywhere. It does. I, I, I had it out uh, a couple months ago. We used it for one of uh, Hunter's school projects. So we And I used the features. And it did very, very well holding position. And it was pretty strong winds that day. But even when I, and I went up and it would hold. But even then, even using the, it's the computer, letting the computer do most of the work, it still kept on trying to kick it off course. And it had to really quit, kick in automatically, try to autocorrect itself. Hashtag save the drone. Hashtag save the drone. <laughs> you remember that. I do. <laughs> So it's funny. It's funny because anytime some somebody posts something, it still comes up. It does. It does. So here's another thing. Let's jump right into it. And I told you every time I bring up this subject, I get beat up on, it. and I did. I got beat up on it when we talked about it. We talked about it the last couple of weeks, and I, I get Tesla. Uh, you don't get beat up from us. No, I don't. I get beat up from everybody else. But so here he is in the news again this week. And they were talking about some of the stuff going on with Tesla, and the Tesla truck came up. And they, somebody had asked him, hey, so when do you think, you know, production may start rolling out on the truck? And, of course, they had to start the conversation with the windows. The wind. You saw it. So you saw it? No, they, I just know that's what everybody's going to attack with because, they, they, it, you, as Elon Musk said, I mean, how many people threw a ball at that window before he was the person to throw it? They couldn't start off with just ask, like, even doing anything like – How's production going? Right, right. Uh, they, they had to start the article with, well, the failure of the window, and then lead into anything talking about new with the truck. You know, like you said, you could be a genius and be at the top of the hill, and it, they, they're still just at the top, just kicking away, just kicking away. Yeah. I, I, I don't really get that. I really have never understood that. Hey, man, when we climb up there with you, can you not kick us? No, I just, I don't, I, oh. 
We're there. We're, we're still with you, yeah, there, buddy. Yeah, I about to say we're still with <laughs> still you. Still there man. with you, buddy. Look, I, I, even though every time I I, I mess I mention I'm you in the you company, in. I get kicked around and and, and 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 I and I catch a lot of flack for it. Still there with you, because it's all right. You can make it all up. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. Teslas. Yeah, yeah. I, I keep on saying that. <laughs> I, I keep on getting kicked around. I just think I'm, at one point I'm gonna get rewarded when my car shows up. Because uh, I tell you, it's hard. It's hard to be your friend from a distance. Because everybody seems to beat me up for being your friend from a distance. Because it, 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 I tell you what, man. For somebody that you support, it seems like a lot of people are just like, "Oh man, you're just." Uh. I'll bet you that everybody that beat you up, they certainly wouldn't turn down an offer for a Tesla. No, they would not. I, it's not even really. Sometimes it's not even about that. It's just one of the. I find it very interesting that so many people you can have do so, so much, much bad somebody. to say for as much things as he's changed. I just it's, don't get it. I'm about to say, you can do so much for somebody, but yet still get thrown down. I don't, like, I don't get it. It's like every time I read an article that's a positive article about this is what Tesla is doing here, it's, they have to start with a negative before they want to talk about anything new. I just don't, I don't get it. And it was just simply, let's talk about, hey, what's going on with the Tesla truck? And hey, it's like, but, hey, by the way, let me start with this, <laughs> these 19 negative things, and then we'll get to what's going on with the, you know, with the truck. That seems to be the new normal, if you ask me. Hey, and but if he's, everything. if he's listening to this, um, <laughs> you know, his Starlink system, which doesn't relate to cars, but somehow I guarantee it will. Um, if, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, Starlink is his internet service that he offers um, and everything. I feel like he's going to connect those satellites to our cars somehow. I think that everything that they build has a connection to a connection to a connection, which is ingenious because if it all works together within a it's network. It's one revolving circle. That's right. And then, it, I don't know. You can keep a circle going. And hey, you just uh, got to keep adding You've heard me say man. a thousand times. Cast a web. Throw it out there. And see who comes. And see what sticks to it because if it all connects together at some point in time, it's just the smartest solution to such a – what looks like at one point in time, a small problem becomes even smaller if you connect every – you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You connect everything together. You know. The next thing I feel like he's going to get into – is smart homes because you remember how we were talking about well, before on how they're going to start trying to connect their cars, cars to, the, to house. the houses. We talked about this. This we was like all, two years ago. Two we had years this conversation. ago, you, you can came make out the with house talk to the car with the car that talks to talks where you're to, working at, and everything all comes together. You so, solve so many problems. And think about this because he has, um, man, what's that word? Solar panels. Wow. Uh, solar panels. He has his own internet. He has his own car. He has his own okay. car charger. Let's back up on that for a second because i got to take a quick commercial break. Here was my idea, remember, two years ago where I said if they made all that work, it would solve problems. So here's – I'm going to throw it back out there again. If you take the smart car that can drive itself, that can go run your errands, errands. – while you're at work. And your iRobot comes and meets your car. Or, and does, <laughs> right. So if why, if you can solve my problems for me while I'm at work, you take the load off and you give me more family time. I know that sounds strange, but if my smart car had went that can drive itself, can go pick up my groceries, go drop off my dry cleaning, whatever it is, while I'm at work, you give me more time with my family. Look, and it's easy because Sam's Club, all you got to do is pull up and scan a number. 
And then they bring everything they out bring to everything you. They bring everything out to you. So Just have the trunk open up. If close the car itself. can solve problems, real-life problems for me, which gives me more family time, which is what everybody is usually trying to accomplish anyway, you have a marketable selling product. Before we go to commercial break, I think we also need to mention iRobot, you owe us something. Sam's Club, you owe us something. <laughs> <laughs> I know I got to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, police chases and you hauls seem to be like a new thing. I don't know why that keeps on happening. But, uh, yeah, I'm telling you guys, uh, we'll talk about it when we come back. Talk to you soon. You're listening to Let's Talk Cars Radio with Dave Palach here on Freedom 1110 WKQA. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily Daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. There's something special about Napa Auto Care Centers. They're backed by the national strength of Napa. Nationwide warranties honored by thousands of locations. You know that's Napa know-how. But more importantly, your Napa Auto Care Center is independently owned and operated by neighborhood professionals who operate by a written code of ethics. Put your vehicle in the hands of ASC certified technicians who will greet you with a smile you can trust. Visit us today. You heard me say it, and now here's your chance. Now's the time to go find your auto garage. Don't wait until it's too late. Go to NapaBDGHRVA.com and find your all-star car care center today. That's NapaBDGHRVA.com. Talk to you soon. In a land far, far away. Well, maybe not so far away. Okay, I'm lying. It's in Virginia Beach. What are you guys doing? We're writing your commercial. You said you wanted something big. (laughs) 
Hold on, guy. I think I got it here. Hi, I'm Curtis Price. That's right, the Curtis Price with Liberty Transmission. Do you want a transmission for a fair price? Anyone can claim to build you a transmission. The real test is when something happens or you have a problem. My name is on every transmission we build. Call Liberty Transmission at 233-3131. That's right, 233-3131. How was that? Um. In a land far, far away. Cut, cut, cut. Woo! Liberty Transmission, 757-233-3131. That's 233-3131. Liberty Transmission. Nobody remembers the name J.F. Whitlow and Sons Incorporated until you need them. But when you have a toilet problem, drains back up, pipes freeze, your heat or air conditioning stops working, then you remember J.F. Whitlow and Sons. Don't forget the phone number, 399-1714. That's 399-1714. Air conditioning and heating and all plumbing. J.F. Whitlow and Sons have been serving Hampton Road since 1949 residential and commercial you can always count on jf whitlow and sons to get to you fast and get the job done right the first time located in portsmouth and serving all of hampton roads those who know call jf whitlow and sons call them at 399-1714 that's 399-1714 jf whitlow and sons incorporated Welcome back to Let's Talk Cars Radio, your automotive specialist. Call into the program now at 757-222-3705. Now, here is Dave Palach. Welcome back, America. You're listening to Let's Talk Cars Radio on WKQA Freedom 1110. Hey, so, we all know police chases. They're pretty common. We hear about them all the time. We don't hear probably about as much out here on the East Coast as you all do out there on the West Coast. seems... Police chases on the West Coast has always been a really big thing. I don't, it just doesn't happen as much out this way, or it's not publicized as much out here on the East Coast as it is on the or West Coast. Or the highways Coast. are straighter. Yeah, right. Well, they are, <laughs> and that's what it is. I think it's what, you know, out on the West Coast, you just got straight freeways to run forever. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Here on the East Coast, we don't really have it like that. So I think that has a lot maybe to do with it. If you guys saw on the news, uh, maybe some of you all know who he is maybe the younger the younger generation tends to know who he is more than anybody else but uh dj uh um marshmallow's monster truck got stolen do you guys hear about that yeah and i heard it uh it's not a good car to go go stealing. no it's not no. so uh if you guys don't know about this if, if you're not heavily in the car community you don't watch a lot of the car shows uh, this thing was originally built by the Diesel Brothers TV show, if you yep. guys have seen that. I did see so that. So it's a six-track uh, Ford uh, F650, I think this thing is, or a mm-hmm. 550. Um, pretty cool-looking truck. Not exactly the truck you want to go on a police chase in. No, but it doesn't go fast. You know, I, they said they clocked this thing at 80, 100 miles an hour at one point in time. So he at was, one point, so they but say, they yeah, were yeah. not. Like, he yeah, wasn't yeah. getting up the speed he wanted to. So it's kind of – so. I, it was at a dealership, and I think it was getting some work done on it. Somehow the keys, I guess, were left with it. Guy rides up on a bicycle, looks at it. He's like, ooh, well, this thing's cool. Uh, throws his bike in the back of it, and then just hops up in it and drives away. And before you know it, a police chase ensues. They chase him, and then I think it, what I read was it ended like in a Taco Bell parking lot where he ran into a telephone pole with it or something. Which state was this in? This is in Los Angeles. So, ah, okay. You know, right, long straightaway freeways. Yep, yep. So... 
I don't know. So when I thought not the best vehicle to probably go on a police chase in, then I start looking up a little bit of back history on police chases and most weird vehicles to have police chase. And then guess what pops up? You know what a common vehicle for police chases in is a U-Haul. It's only $19.95. I didn't think about it in that manner, but good point. (laughs) Look, as I was trying, like as I was telling you guys during commercial break, a lot of people at H2O was renting U-Hauls and bringing them down there for the weekend. I told you guys. So I saw the big, huge South Carolina, like the truck runs and stuff like that, where people were renting U-Hauls, switching the wheels out on them, putting jacked up wheels, trucks, and tires and stuff on these U-Haul trucks. And then taking them out to like to the truck shows and stuff with wheels and tire <laughs> kits on them, and I was like, "What?" And then what would they do when the show is over? Put everything back? Put everything back? Yeah, there's pictures <laughs> of them. You go look. There's pictures of them where they well, I mean, modify the U-Haul trucks. Sense. With they, they modify the U-Haul trucks to put wheels and tire packages on not them. Not your then, springs, not your brakes, not your. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like a lot of work just to have to take all that back off. Yeah, but think you... about it. You're, now you have the truck that everybody's talking about. That's the reason to do it. You rent the truck, you take it, you modify it, you take it to the show, and you're the guy that has the U-Haul truck, truck. that did some weird modifications on it, took it to the truck show, and everybody's like, did you see the guy with the U-Haul truck that did a a suspension lift and wheels and tires on just for the show? Yeah, but just, you, you just have it. U-Haul manager came to the same show. Right, right. <laughs> but you are, you're the guy for, there's a guy next to you that has a $400,000 Ford F-550. Oh, you state that low? Uh, for $400,000? Right, wait, 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 that's how much you have to spend on it to make somebody pay attention. Sorry oh, for okay. it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the guy parked next to you. By the way, let me back up. That spent that kind of money and has seven people standing around it looking at it. <laughs> and the guy next to you with the GMC, you know, U haul truck, truck that put a $5,000 lift kit and wheel package on it has 200 people standing around it at, at the car <laughs> show going, look what this guy did. You know, U haul is not you, mad when they you, see photos you, on you, that. You understand but what I'm you saying? You got to give it back. Who cares? Who cares? You're the guy that has 200 people standing around your vehicle at a car show that a guy who has a radio show about cars is now sitting on the radio still talking about four months later. And you bought that extended warranty package. It, so that- guess, guess, guess what? It worked. We're not talking. I can't remember the, the Ford or even what, you know, what. What even what, what kind of Ford? What even color it was? But I remember the U-Haul, so it worked, right? I guess it had. And to. U-Haul's getting free advertisement right now, so it worked. <laughs> That's my In more point. Ways it's, than it's, one. it's creative marketing. I mean, without even realizing it, it's no different than when people go, "Oh man, I was at the car show uh, down in Georgia, and this guy had this uh, uh, this donk." They had a Fruit Loop wrap on it from a Fruit Loop cereal box, jacked up to high heaven, and it was the ugliest and dumbest thing I've ever seen. And I go, yeah, it was, but we'll be talking about it two years from now, about how it was the ugliest thing we ever saw. Why don't we just keep Because what mind. negative response is still a positive response. That's the reason why people in NASCAR who 
may not be your favorite driver, but may be a winning driver because of their tactics or whatever it may be, still are some of the best-known drivers and winning drivers or whatever they are, and they're talked about as legends forever. Even some of the drivers that weren't even really some of the most winningest drivers are still legends for many, 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 many years because of certain tactics and certain things that they did in a marketing and a branding style because of the way that they handled and the way they conducted themselves. Does I'd that like make to, sense? I'd like to I'd like to see a U Haul at Talladega. <laughs> Let's just drive it on home. Just Come take on, us Ricky a U Haul. Bobby, we can do it. We can do <laughs> just, it, Ricky just Bobby. Take, just, just, soup up, <laughs> just soup up some type of U Haul and take it over to Talladega. And here comes that eighty nine U Haul. <laughs> Running in fifth. <laughs> now, here's the thing. You probably could have gotten away with doing something like that way, way back in the day before, like, things were regulated. When you were driving, when race cars were race cars and, and, and your race trucks were race trucks, maybe. No, but you know where we can go? <laughs> we can go down to North Carolina and go do a figure you, eight. You, yeah. Ah! Oh, yeah, probably, that yeah. car's definitely not going back. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it ain't going back. But yeah, so you're talking about the race and I used to do. Yeah, yeah. when we used to do the figure-old figure-eight races, know, we probably could have gone in there. let yeah. all the viewers know about this. If you go look up your name, I know, it, it pops comes up, up some, with the video. I know, it comes up with some of <laughs> the old figure-eight racings I used to do. If you, you punch in, uh, I think if you punch it underneath Pillotch Racing, uh, there's a couple of the old figure-eight races we used to do that, that, that pop up, and you'll see some of my old cars that pop up in those videos. You'll see them on fire, too. Yeah, you'll see one. Where I, that was one of the ones that we, we sponsored. <laughs> on uh, fire. There it is. We're, we're on racing. He wouldn't on stop. Fire. He yeah. would not stop. Well, we sponsored the race. So I couldn't stop. It would look bad for us see? For us to stop. He's on fire, and he's still jumping hills like, wee. Yeah, that gives whole new meaning to the term, burning it up. <laughs> yeah, no, we did. We burnt that car. We did burn that car. No, that, no, gives, that gives a whole new meaning to, ha. <laughs> that's a good one but no i mean it's, it's one of the, it's one of those things anybody was ever in racing you know let's we'll put it right out there so uh dale hernhart senior just everybody you know legend complete legend always will be uh just all around never got to see him race but I Mar- marketing legend. genius based upon the way not just his racing but the lift the the myth the legend the way he carried himself I mean that was just a marketing uh, uh, just bonanza because of it still is by the way I mean just for the fact that I mean just the the mystery that went along with it and the in the way that he carried himself and the way that he I mean he carried himself one way on the track and in his persona off the track and everything else along that line so and then Junior we were talking about Junior off the air today uh, I was cool I didn't even got a chance to tell you so I was going through. Uh, follows and stuff. Yeah, I saw that uh, Dale Dale Junior was following the radio show. And I thought I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. See, and it's funny that you say that because I got the notification probably a couple months ago, and I was like, oh, it, there's no way. No, it, <laughs> it, no, no, it clicked on my page the other day, and I was just like, oh, well, isn't that cool? Now, and I got a story about him before we go to commercial break. Was Dale Junior Jeff Gordon? This is years ago. One big was huge. Still am. Big fans of them. So big, big fans. We were at Richmond Raceway. And I think I told the story about uh, Jeff Gordon one time before. I, don't I know think I, I recall that, yes. And uh, where I was crushed. I'll tell you the story mm-hmm. where I was crushed. Mm-hmm. So we were, we, we were here. Yeah, I'll tell you where I was crushed. So we were uh, 
there for a media event, and I was there, and we were setting up all of our media stuff uh, back behind the scenes and all kinds of stuff, and the racers were over in the race area. And, you know, you try not to get in the way and mess around with them too much stuff because they, they got a lot on their mind during race day. Uh, junior had come out and around, and I had a lot of junior stuff back then and a lot of uh, Gordon stuff that I had for memorabilia stuff just because, you know, being a race fan and, and, and getting an opportunity to go and be back in the pit area and stuff like that and set things up for uh, taking your employees there and doing customer appreciation stuff. And so, you know, big so when you are around that kind of stuff and these are your drivers, you know, you're just like, man, you just want to, you know, get a chance, an opportunity to kind of get a chance to talk with them and stuff. And I told you about my experience with Jeff Gordon. Yeah. Finally got Jeff Gordon to the point where I'm standing right in front of him, you know, didn't want to interrupt. He was taking interviews and all that kind of stuff. Finally get my opportunity where he's alone to talk with him. He's standing outside his car and I was, and all I, and I didn't really want to bother him because I'm just, I was never that guy. I'm just, yeah. I'm not, I've been around a lot of celebrities and stuff like that a lot in my life. So I just, and I'm never like in all over people. Like, oh my God, just, that's just never been me. Yeah. So I, I patiently waited my turn and stuff, got to the point where he was just done. It was just me and him one on one. And I was like, hey, Jeff, I was like, you know, you know, really nice to meet you and stuff. I, can I get you an opportunity? Can I just get you, uh, you know, to, to autograph this? And looked at me blank in my face as I don't offer, I don't autograph anything before I step in my car. <laughs> I was just like, <gasps> you know what I mean? Like, I just felt everything inside me. I was like, man, I just waited. <clears throat> all that time to get him to, you know, and I just, cause I didn't want to, you know, everybody else was pushing up on him, trying to get him to autograph things. And I didn't want to be that guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and people were, they're were all over him. Oh, can I get you to sign this? Can I get you to sign this? And I just, I didn't want to be that guy. So I waited just for the media to push away from him until it was just, look, there was nobody around him. It was just him and I we were just standing right outside his car. We were on uh pit row. Everybody was getting ready to get ready to get inside the cars. And there was nobody around him. And he was just, I just patiently waited. And he was just like, I, I don't really autograph things right before I get in my car. I was just like, oh. <laughs> I understand. Yeah, yeah, it was just that moment. I was like, okay. Well, couldn't you do it and wait another minute? <laughs> <laughs> so then Junior, been a big, big Junior fan, been around Junior a lot of different times, just never wanted to be that pushy, pushy guy. Sure. So was with Junior, and this was before Junior signed up with Hendricks, and I knew he was going through. There was a lot of things, man, a lot of things that were in the, were in the media and stuff. You know how the crap gets. People just get things wrong all the time. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I felt bad for that situation because everybody, it was that time where, you know, oh, you know, Junior should be, you know, Junior should be senior and all this, all, the, all that, you know, all that, that hubbub crap, and, and it bothered me a lot. So, I, you know, I didn't want to be that, didn't want to be that guy. So Junior was coming out. We were in Richmond. And Junior, there's a, there's always this one little eating area that's uh, down in Richmond, and they got picnic tables. And some of the drivers later on, you'd catch you catch some of the drivers eating in this little do- hot dog joint area later in the night when it kind of all the oh, press just kind of you remember all the press area. Yeah, everybody I know just, about Everybody this. just kind of goes away and stuff like that. <sighs> Junior had come out and he, it was he was walking around, and then he spotted the fact that it was a bunch of fans kind of lined up, and I knew he didn't want to be bothered, but I knew he I saw him. And I was going to approach him and just talk with him, you know what I mean? Just kind of have like a, maybe this much chance. I never sure. wanted to approach him with as bunch of people as can have one on one. And he saw the fans. And he kind of run up back behind and he hopped over where there's this little fence area to get away from being approached by where there's some media and there were some fans there. And he come around and I was just like, oh man, missed opportunity. 
and I didn't want to. I wasn't going to go follow him, even though I had my press credentials on and I could come up around. You I didn't want to chase him. No, I didn't. I didn't want to be that guy, man. I just, you know, I didn't want to be that guy. But I had that opportunity right there where I could have approached him and talked. But when I saw he made eye contact where there was a bunch of people, and it was during those times where he just didn't want to be pressed up on people. You know what I mean? And I and I wanted to respect that. So I was like, eh. even though I know I could follow where he had went through with, with my press, I just didn't want to be that guy that just kept on following him because I could tell he was just sure. like he was trying to get away from where people were at. Yeah. So that's my junior story. I'll be. But I thought it was cool when I saw that he had followed up on the page and stuff. I'm on that note, guys, got to take a commercial break. When we come back, real quick, cars that flipped you. What I mean by that is cars that made you the car guy. And I got another thing on it, Jurassic Park Explorer going up for sale. And there's something that's meaningful about that we talked before. I'll talk to you soon. You're listening to Let's Talk Cars Radio with Dave Palach here on Freedom 1110 WKQA. Nobody remembers the name J.F. Whitlow and Sons Incorporated until you need them. But when you have a toilet problem, drains back up, pipes freeze, your heat or air conditioning stops working, then you remember J.F. Whitlow and Sons. Don't forget the phone number, 399-1714. That's 399-1714. Air conditioning and heating and all plumbing. J.F. Whitlow and Sons have been serving Hampton Roads since 1949. Residential and commercial. You can always count on J.F. Whitlow and Sons to get to you fast and get the job done right the first time. Located in Portsmouth and serving all of Hampton Roads. Those who know, call J.F. Whitlow and Sons. Call them at 399-1714. That's 399-1714. J.F. Whitlow and Sons, Incorporated. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Well, here's a pound of prevention from your Napa Auto Care Center. We'll customize a preventive maintenance package for your vehicle that will save you time, money, and hassles now and down the road. We'll ask, do you drive mainly in the city or on the highway? Plan to keep your vehicle how long? And more. Preventive maintenance is a good thing that prevents bad things. Build yours at your Napa Auto Care Center today. Hey, guys. Dave Pillot from Let's Talk Cars Radio. Do you currently have a repair shop you trust? Haven't found the time to go to a garage for all your automotive needs? Check out the all-star team at NapaBDGHRVA.com. That's NapaBDGHRVA.com. Let them show you what it's like to work with the professionals and make a friend along the way. Talk to you soon. In a land far, far away. Well, maybe not so far away. Okay, I'm lying. It's in Virginia Beach. What are you guys doing? We're writing your commercial. You said you wanted something big. (laughs) Hold on, guy. I think I got it here. Hi, I'm Curtis Price. That's right, the Curtis Price with Liberty Transmission. Do you want a transmission for a fair price? Anyone can claim to build you a transmission. The real test is when something happens or you have a problem. My name is on every transmission we build. Call Liberty Transmission at 233-3131. That's right, 233-3131. How was that? Um. In a land far, far away. Cut, cut, cut. Woo! Liberty Transmission, 757-233-3131. That's 233-3131. Liberty Transmission.
Welcome back to Let's Talk Cars Radio, your automotive specialist. Call into the program now at 757-222-3705. Now, here is Dave Palach. Welcome back, guys. You're listening to Let's Talk Cars Radio on WKQA Freedom 1110. Hey, so I know we talked about this once before. It's been a while. If you guys didn't know, so came up in conversation this week, one of the Jurassic Park, uh, I don't know if it's one from actually the movie or if it's just a prop vehicle, whatever it is, Explorers is up, looks like for sale or for auction uh, this week, and there's an article that popped up on it. It's kind of cool if you wanted to add it to your collection. So it's the 1993 Ford Explorer, and everybody's like, well, I don't know if I'd really want to own one of those or what's so important about owning one of those. And there's a little bit of history there. So here's why I find it interesting and the reason why this has popped up in conversation many of times. There's history to that vehicle, not just the movie history to it. So if you guys don't remember, the 1993 Jurassic Park Ford Explorer was the one that was on the track in the movie and it you know, was on the little tram thing and everybody was in it. That's kind of what brought the movie together and made, you know, kind of made the movie interesting at first and what led you to the whole mysterious part of the movie. Yeah, before OJ got a hold of it. No, that was a Bronco. Oh, all right. Never mind. <laughs> I can't believe I made that mistake. Completely different vehicles, and that one was white, and there was a glove involved, and yeah, yeah, totally completely different. That, and it wasn't on a tram, but it could be. You could make that into a ride. You I could mean, put any of them on a you know, tram. I've seen you know amusement parks do weird things. That well, would be didn't have a red and white roof. Didn't it have a striped red and white roof. What color? was No, the roof? it was just white. Oh, you talk about the. You're talking movie. about OJ? No, I'm talking about the one in the movie for Jurassic Park. No, it's Didn't yellow, st- yellow, red, and like lime green. That shows you how long it's been since I've seen that movie. Yeah. So, and it's like got some weird like safari like kind of like graphics to it, and yeah. yeah. So I've got the wrong, all the wrong memories of that for some reason. So you might be thinking maybe is is the Jeep because the Jeep was like what tan? I think the Jeep was tan red. There was a Jeep for Jurassic Park too. Yeah. Yeah, so I remember the the Explorer on the on the tramway track thing there. I remember the significance that. to this, and the reason why this would be interesting probably to hang on to, is not so much the movie side of things, is the significance to history of the fact of Ford was in a really interesting situation during that time. Ford was trying to find a way to bounce back into auto sales, bring their numbers back up. And the Ford Explorer was floundering, really. And and, and and this could be argued a bunch of different ways. But the truth is, the Ford Explorer wasn't doing the numbers that they really expected and or wanted it to. Until Jurassic Park. They put the Ford Explorer into the Jurassic Park movie. It was the vehicle that was on the, the tramway. People saw it. People, It was cool. And before you know it, Sales took off after that movie. And it is said and is argued very much that Jurassic Park saved Ford Explorer sales. And that's what propelled sales to go crazy. After that, Ford Explorer is it's history. The sales are history. I mean, they just took off and Ford Explorers went in a complete different direction. And as you know it, you can't turn your head left or right on the road today without seeing a Ford Explorer. And it is said to be because of that movie. If it wasn't for that movie, Ford Explorer sales may never be what they are today. Hmm. So for that little bit of history, 
maybe it's worth owning a, the Explorer that started it at all. You think they paid a placement fee to be in the movie? I don't know. That's uh, Sometimes they don't. A lot of times in movies, they donate the vehicles out, and that's the trade-off for the advertisement. Right. There's, there's a trade. No different than it is in radio advertisement. Sometimes you trade out radio sure. advertisement back sure. and forth. So. so you said something on commercial break about Adele following us. She does. Uh, she has been following us since November 5th of 2019. Oh, there you go. Well, that's cool. I, Man, I you, some I, of the things I see, I, just, I, I see online, that's just kind of, I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. And another person I just think is a really neat thing. I don't know how things could. Another thing to add character to the program. Yeah, there you go. You always wonder, uh, is that the real person? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but no. It was cool. the verified page. Yeah, no, it's cool. It's just cool things that, that pop up and. You know, hello from the other side. <laughs> I'll let you know, hey, <laughs> cool song. Now you have to watch it every day. You'll never know who's going to creep in there. Yeah, I, I, I'm not one. I'm, I'm still very, and I tell you guys all the time, I'm very humbled by this show because I just think it's I, it was an idea that popped up when we we dreamt this idea up for the show and it came around and it's the show has grown over five years. It's been crazy, and I'm still very humbled. Even when I told you, I when I get stopped and people were like, "Hey, I know you," and I'm. I'm it's very humbling to me still to this day. It's still one of those things that hasn't gone to my head to like, oh, my God. You know what I mean? Look where the show has gone. It's, I'm not – I've never gotten there yet. So. I know that, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know what I mean? I, it, it has been very, very humbling. I and mean, I was told that – we had this conversation when I was told when I started this show that where it is today and where it will be five years from now will be two totally different things and the show will develop. And that was one of the truest statements I was ever told. Yep. It is. It really is. Who told you that? Chris Kettner told me that. Oh, okay. Yep, he was the one that told me. All right, he, said, well, he told you something true. Yeah, he did. That was, the tr- <laughs> that was one of the true statements he told me. Yeah. So so here's the last thing before we get out of here. Cars that flipped you. I saw this article I read, and I was one of the, one of the uh, magazine articles this week, and I thought it was interesting to note on it uh, before we got out of here. And what it meant was the cars that you grew up with and or cars you might have posted up on your wall, the posters and everything like that growing up, that one car that you had as a kid that you knew just made you completely interested in cars. What was that car? 57 Ford Thunderbird. That was the car that flipped and just made you kind of just be, man, I really dig cars. That was the car? It really was. And why? I don't know. It spoke to me. It just, I just wanted, and I've never owned one. All these years, it was like my all-time favorite. That, that was the thing that's, lit the spark but i've never owned a thunderbird I've driven them never owned them i don't it, it was just hey i also got angry at ford when they radically changed the design it was the 57 t-bird that i liked cameron car that flipped you. 77 pontiac trans am and that's because <laughs> i had one in the garage and i had two model cars that i stole from you that sat on my dresser since i was a kid and i still have them in my closet I can say the Trans Am was definitely probably the 77 Trans Am was the one that flipped me. I still own it. I think that was the one that just made me 100% just interested in cars and, and drove me. When Bert was driving it? No, nah, it was just, <laughs> we had my grandpa's and now it's mine. And, and I think that's the one that flipped me. I can say the other one that was big, huge for me, I just had a conversation about the other day, was the LP500S Lamborghini was the other one that just, and I had a picture of it, a poster on my wall forever of it. Uh, just made me just a huge, huge car guy and being around cars all my life. So on that note, guys, it's Saturday. Enjoy your Saturday. Sunday's right around the corner. As I always say, don't forget, turn off your TV, spend some time with your kids, play a board game with them. They'll appreciate
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.